You're listening to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. This week, our guests are Clancy Overall and Errol Parker from the Baduda Advocate. Is there an article you've done where you're like, this is cherry ripe and it's just flying oh, I, I always remember one. It was uh, when Malcolm Temple banned 457 visas and it was at the height of like... Which was... What, that's, that, what's a 457 again? That was the... That we banned the Europeans Skilled from visas. Yeah, Skilled yeah, visas. yeah, yeah, yeah. And whatever, how it was, I read it as he bans 457 visas. And we ran a story saying, Pauline says we need a ban. Pauline Hanson says we need a ban way more than 457 visas. <laughs> and the moment we wrote that, I was like, this one is this kind is of fly. This is a 10K. <laughs> <laughs> this one's out the door. This one's mail at home. <laughs> Shut the laptop yeah. at yeah, yeah, we got a couple like that, and every time there's a world event, you know, you got to you got to play cards right. Do you both like, have very specific styles, and mm. that's I think what is brilliant about both of you. Do you, you have can, any? You can like, you well. I can it, read what I can go. You can tell an arrow from a clancy. Yeah, you mm. can. Like much like an artist. Well, much a like Picasso a Monet from, from a, a Da Vinci. Whatever. We chose different artists. Please. But do you have ones that he shot like your favorite Errol and your favorite Clancy personal ones that were like? I was very satisfied with my own headline here. I reckon when the... I think it was one that I didn't even get... I might have been out <laughs> of the office, but it was um, when the honey badger... Everyone was giving him shit about the bachelor. Yeah. And When, and he, when he said no. He, when yeah, he said yeah, no, 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 no. Errol said, uh, you know, grown man faces backlash for refusing to engage in arranged marriage. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, that's pretty good shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. uh, uh, Errol? Yeah, no, the, there were a few pandemic-related ones where, like, obviously, you, you, you know, it's, it's it, it was a very touchy time, but there was ones about, like, you know, how all these people who were marching, you, you know, all of them are, like, uh, from the... the the, 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 the work from home class and they're all you know protesting about having to work from home where it was <laughs> yeah we, we that was when yeah, we, that right, was when we right. we truly decided to go against public sentiment during the pandemic and yeah uh, there's a couple of those ones where like you right, get the hairy. commenters who are like Mr. Mark this has an age this ain't it this ain't it this ain't it is the worst this ain't it that was basically it was it was it was I so if you said this ain't it you're a yeah we got put on the this ain't it and it was it was when all those poor it was like we had two lockdowns in Sydney we had an actual border we had a certain side, and, you know, you had people on the other side that were free. And then the, the people from the other side went and protested through the city despicably, exposing all of us to their COVID that only existed on one side of the border. Mm. And uh, we kind of came into bat for them. It actually it ended, but also up long term. Up. <laughs> but long term, it ended up, it like, that sentiment ended up being correct. correct. Well, yeah, we, I, I well, just... I just it wasn't incorrect. <laughs> we just sympathised with these people. They didn't have JobKeeper. They couldn't go to work. They weren't from the working. It was actually. From home. A, it was actually a great call. Yeah. Yeah. Like Historically, we, we, like the, the the people that were allowed to be free were actually more likely in the east, more likely to be working from home. The people in the west were more likely to be working class and more likely to be have to be out in the tools. Yeah, have to go. They to were the told to stay home, and they'd turned off JobKeeper. So these people had no option but to protest. But everyone wrote them off as like anti-vaxxers. And we came into bat for them and we got f***ing strips torn off us. But that was not from, 
you know, the vast majority. No, which but is, that's a, the, the, the loudest vocal, voices it's came the from the Dave's yeah. of the world, right? Yeah, the yeah, people yeah. who want to leave comments and shit. Yeah, but yeah. like it was, it was during that time when you would see there was. I remember seeing the first time I realized I was being fully hoodwinked and not to be uh, just just in that whole crazy period was when there was that picture on the front of the Telegraph. Uh, and it went around on social media of the guy punching a horse. Yeah. And he oh, had his, which was and complete he, bullshit. Dude, I saw that and I went, this piece of shit punched <laughs> a horse? This anti-vaxxer. Yeah. And then you see the video, you're like, oh no, a horse like came in, came at this horse, came at him and he was like, ah. <laughs> he tried to not get eaten by a horse, basically, and just like pushed it away. Yeah. How you often the, do you come into contact with a horse? Dude, exactly. And the guy's like, this weird, and he's just sort of pushed the horse away mm. and they're like, this guy's punched a Horse in the face. Yeah, that was the first time I was like, oh, okay, yeah. it's getting a bit out of control here. You're listening to All Talk with Hello Sport on SEN. Today we are talking to Clancy and Errol, the editors of the Tudor Advocate. But speaking of horses. Speaking of horses, quickly, Fine Cotton, that's the final episode that you have. Yeah. We did touch, well, we started to touch on it, but then obviously as this- Well, listen, we touched it and we didn't touch it. We, we move on, it, we, we, we dance around it. But this was one that I thought was purely about cotton and some sort of cotton scandal. But it actually is about horses. Well, it's not horses. about it's not about fine quality cotton. No, it's about a horse called fine called cotton. fine cotton. Mm. It was the the. Tell the, me what you thought of it as an absolute outsider. I thought, well, can I can I tell you no, what I liked I about I it? I thought it was I thought as a person was, who thought it was about about cotton. cotton. Yeah. Listen, yes. going in, I knew it wasn't about cotton, but there was a period in my life where I thought it was about really really fine cotton. It was more absurd than I could have imagined when you get into the weeds of the actual story, where you're like, this is insanity. It was also about my wife's grandfather's cousins, and so I loved it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. As in Mr. Big? Yeah. Cousins. Oh, right, okay. Oh! So I was frothing. <laughs> it all makes Absolutely sense. Absolutely <laughs> frothing. Yeah, no. It's uh, a- uh, just one of the great Australian tales, I think. Yeah, and it's specifically Queensland in that everyone involved in this whole scam to ring in a horse, which, by the way, we know this is common. This is Australia, right? We know the common terminology. Hey, can I, I've got to ring in. Can I bring a mate? Yeah, you know, a ring in is. Like, well, I didn't realize ring in was so common. Yeah, well, that's what like, yeah. we said that. Was so that, that, the, term, the term that term is a ring in. Oh, we'll bring another bloke along with us. That's a ring in. Like, oh, who's the ring in at the party? Yeah, the, that it comes from horse racing, which means ring in a horse, which means bring another horse in in the place of uh, a horse that uh, you know. So you got a, you got a medium paced horse, bring in a faster horse that looks like it. Mm. In a very slow race. Yes. So you get medium odds to, to slow odds for a fast horse. Yeah. Yes. And ring it. So what the ring used days, to happen. Dude, they used to, to happen every yeah. weekend. This I didn't realise how common they were. They were. I yeah. thought this was a one off. No, no, these no. things happen every These guys for a bunch which of Which makes you realise how much money they made. Imagine how much money they made if it was happening every weekend. But then they one weekend. Although I would see the first horse that this group of crooks had uh, was an absolute dead ringer for fine cotton. Mm. Absolute dead ringer. And that horse uh, got hurt. Uh, That's it. The way, they, way, that, the way they got hurt out. is the most dumbass way yes. that a horse got hurt. Like, you guys are f***ing so shit. And, and the fact that they decided to push on with it yeah. by... Uh, by you know using ladies' hair dye to dye a horse the same colour as Dude, fine cotton. Shout out to 
that aisle at Woolworths where you see hair dye and you go, well, oh, see, I'm not going to get it, but I do have This is a yarn that didn't make uh, the final cut in the, is, is that apparently one of the blokes involved, uh, because like as, as you'll know if you uh, watch the show, is that it gets to a point where like, yes, you know, people know there was a ring in, yada, yada, yada. There was a steward's inquiry where no one turns up and that was pretty much it. You know, just like, oh, you know, we'll let bygones be bygones. This is Joe's Queensland. This is blah, the blah, most blah, blah, corruptest blah. place. Joe Bjorki Peterson, I've heard the name and I've heard you guys say didn't really get an idea of how f- hectic that guy was. Yeah. So basically... Or so or, good. Or his racing minister, Russell yeah. Hens. Yeah. yeah, Russell. Russell, one of the great big fat pigs of all time. <laughs> so, like, it, like, it was all, you know, like, like it was cat hair under the rug. Yeah, and then one of the blokes allegedly involved uh, was known to the Queensland police. Was going for a drive around Brisbane some weeks later, and the cops pulled him over, and they were like, "You know, oh mate, like we know about you. Where are you going? Who you been with?" And he was like, "Oh, you know, just going about town." The cops are like, "Would you mind if we search your car?" And he was like, "Oh, yeah, sure." And the cops open the boot, and there's like 900 packets of ladies' hair dye. <laughs> And then one of the cops is, is, is like, maybe we should write this down. So he wrote it down, and then one of the guys investigating uh, on, on, on the racing squad, which in Queensland was like the most powerless thing in the world. It's like, we have to have a racing squad on, on paper, but they'll never do anything because we're doing so many f- ring-ins. <laughs> but it got to the point where like, where, like, this had gotten to the point where, it, like, they had found a person that, that, so big that they couldn't ignore so that's what really sort of broke the case open is that they right. found a person who was not involved that they had no idea about, but they knew that he was involved with some like heavy cats <laughs> down south. And then they looked, then like it was like, why have you got this hair dye? And he was like, oh. 900 packs of he hair goes, dye. You're either a, like a. But no one knows how much you need to dye a horse. That's no, the thing. No, I know, but like that's, you don't that's know. one thing that they didn't know. It's like how many heads of ladies' hair are on a horse. <laughs> on a horse. And Impossible to yeah, know. It's, a, it's an absurd was, unit of measurement. There was no precedent for that. No. There's, there's, so, <laughs> there's so many yarns to that era. Like we say, if we do a season two, it like we'll be delving straight back into that because there's so many f- stories. Even, Kat, even interviewing Bob Catter where he's ready to talk – because all the people are dead. Head of police are dead. That whole government's dead. Some of Bob the was shit- ready to go. Yeah. Bob was Bob <laughs> saying like he was loving, he did. He was loving yeah. it. But it's like you, you don't realize just how much it was a banana republic. It was mm. the Wild West, and the fact that all of these people can be brought undone by five guys standing around in a backyard in Brisbane drinking piss all day long. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You can't beat that. No, you can't. You can't beat that. And they're the sort of yarns you can expect, punters and jibblers, at Paramount Plus, Batuta Advocate Presents. Yes. BAP, according Bap. to Dave. <laughs> Boys, genuinely, I thought it was phenomenal. I actually think it was your crowning glory. Thank you, In Dan. my opinion. Yep. I, we've been mates for a long time. I've followed your journey. We've followed your journey. I thought it was the best work you've ever done. I thought it was terrific, so credit to you. We've probably always said it to you over the years, but everything you've done is fantastic, and where Batuta is and the, the zeitgeist is amazing, and you two are wonderfully creative and... Uh, sexy. Sexy people. <laughs> thank you. Thank so, you, gentlemen. Well done. Thank and, you, gentlemen. And uh, next season, next season, we're coming for Manly. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Nothing Leave Ken Alderson alone. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Thank you, boys. fellas. Thanks, boys.